On today's Oxl FM, we continue our discussion about Berlin as we discuss Gelada's recent trip there after my recommendations. Hello and welcome to an episode of Octal FM. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And today we're following on from our last episode uh, and we're discussing your most recent trip to Berlin. Yeah. Now, this wasn't actually planned. We recorded the episodes quite separately to each other. Yeah. Um, should, we, should, we, should we pull back the curtain on that one, I think? Yeah, I mean, the record of the Berlin episode was ages ago and then... In the time between that record and this record, I have thought about going to Berlin, planned a trip to Berlin, gone to Berlin, come back, and there's still been a gap (laughs) in between. That's how far in advance we've recorded the episodes recently, which is good because it takes off a lot of the pressure in case we can't do it. But yeah, so as a result of it, uh, we thought that we'd kind of do a double bill special on our experiences within Berlin. Yeah, it's interesting to sort of, I think, compare the sort of stuff that you did and thought about the city and then the stuff that I did and thought about mm. it. And also, we haven't actually really caught up about it because we've no. saved it for the for the podcast. So it's a chance for the two of us to actually just catch up and for you to just uh, listen in. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing that we wanted to preface about this episode is that it is like really, really I'm, hot today. I'm dying. I'm dying from heat. It's like, <laughs> now we're going to say it's really hot and we're going to say it's like 30 degrees C at the moment, which it's I think more it is. Than that. It's much more than that. It's like at least 300. No, it's, it's yeah, like It feels 30, like it. It's like 36 here. And I imagine that many of our listeners in other areas of the world are like, that's just like a normal warm yeah, day. Uh, yeah, but, but, you don't have, us, but we don't have aircon and we don't have buildings that are designed for heat. Well, this so, is this is yeah. where I was going, right? Because this house is is definitely designed to be keeping the heat in, even in, with the, yeah. all the windows open. So yeah. as a result of it, it's like an oven. Yeah, so you may be able to hear, it may sound like we're coming from coming to you from a park, uh, in, in my case, because I'm right next to my window, but yeah. I just, if I... If I try and record a whole Oxl FM episode with the windows shut like usual, I will like that. That tends to get warm at the best of times. And yes. Today, I think it'll probably it'll probably hit like I don't know something ridiculous. Yeah, and it just <laughs> won't be comfortable. So we do apologise for any uh, either drops in audio quality or any kind of sudden noises yeah. that we struggle to edit around. Um, so yeah, yeah we'll do that's, our best. That's just a... But yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Berlin, where it wasn't as warm as when I went as so it is today. When I went, and you only went like what like a month apart from me maybe a month and a half apart from yeah, me I, think. I would say so i went and the weather was miserable like it rained almost the whole time hmm. we were lucky we had good weather we had i think we had like one day of rain maybe um it wasn't like super warm in fact i think it was it was a lot cooler than we were expecting it to be hmm. but you know yeah we'd only pack like one jumper each and that was we were regretting that but nonetheless it was fine and actually for getting around and for all the stuff we did and we did a lot it was it was fine and we went from we went i think a little bit longer than you we did monday to friday yeah because you did so that's four nights is it yeah four nights whereas we only did three nights yeah so we did a little bit we had a little bit longer and you know, followed a lot of your advice. In fact, stayed in the same hotel as you because yeah, you know, it so essentially turned out as you were as we were recording that episode of Octal, the last episode of Oxal FM. I was basically just making notes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> yep, I, I think I've planned a trip here. I mean, I'm quite of proud of the fact that like my experiences and then my recording of said experiences 
influenced you enough to go yeah, to go uh, and visit so i mean if nothing else it like that was that was great <laughs> like as the first person to listen to the episode essentially each, <laughs> yeah. you know uh maybe everyone else is going to follow suit now that they listen yeah, to my uh, rendition yeah, so, absolutely and yeah. berlin should be uh sending us some sending us some thank yeah, you cards berlin, for the berlin tourist industry like you know where's the revenue Where, where's yeah. the royalties i know right um but yeah so uh followed some of your advice and and you know tony and i were looking for somewhere to go um and so we were thinking about some other cities and i was just like well you know i've got all this information now about berlin like the mm. research has been done for me so yeah so we so we went monday to friday had a really great time sort of things that that really kind of stood out for me that we can kind of talk about it's such an interest a lot of people said to me oh you know it's such a great such a great city such a cool city right and it you know it really feels it it's got that sort of it's very kind of like edgy in inverted commas mm. not to sort of sound a bit cringy but it's sort of like it's not run down but it's also not like prissy kind of city mm. right like it's it's very you know it's, it's very a real dynamic. living city isn't it yeah it is and you know so that was really cool and that's really nice you've and got a bit of a different perspective on it as well because you spend quite a considerable amount of time in london yeah and right. the closest i realistically spend to in any time in a big city is when i occasionally visit manchester right uh, which so i saw different. a lot of like some of the kind of cooler sort of east areas in london in berlin like it reminded me a lot of that so even just like the fact that i had so much great coffee like really 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 fantastic coffee in some of the places i went to and i'm like that's sort of my that's like my barometer, if you like, of of, yeah. uh, of kind of coolness is how good is the coffee, you know, and and so much great beer as well. Um, yes, I really managed to do a great job of getting around some nice some nice beer places and some nice tap rooms. So that was really good as well. So just to kind of bring it back to the beginning, like because one yep. of the things I mentioned when we discussed it in the last episode was how unbelievably cheap the flights were. Did you kind of manage to do the same sort of thing with your your flights really reasonable? Yeah, they were pretty good. Um, it was 160 quid for the two of us. Um, and that includes, uh, we had a checked in bag as well, like just one bag to share between the two of us. Yeah, I bet um, you that cost like quite a considerable amount. Yeah, that was probably well. like 30 quid of that. Yeah, like, <laughs> was that? that's that's always the catch, isn't it? Whenever you yeah. go anywhere on the budget airlines, it's yeah. the checked in bags and uh, priority seat choices and all that kind of stuff. So what's that like 80, 80 quid each? Um, yeah. For flights, you know, that's pretty reasonable. And then the, the hotel we stayed in was £70 a night, um, which is also very reasonable, especially for a, like a capital city. Well, that was like, I was going to go next was like, because you stayed in the same hotel we yep. did because of my recommendation. And isn't it just an incredible hotel considering the price? Yeah. It's like a great place, like really nice, really friendly, you know, not doesn't feel budget at all. Great location, easy to get on the trams. You yeah, know, you're not really that far from Alexanderplatz. You know, it was great. Yeah, really, really great spot. And, you know, we looked at some Airbnbs and stuff, but actually, I don't know if this is just a thing in Berlin or whether it's just the time that we were going, but the Airbnbs were the same price. There was yeah. no cheap Airbnbs that you could go and stay in, which would be our normal sort of choice for, you know, if we're going to a European city. Well, I know some countries and, and some cities as well, they have kind of very strict rules around yeah, Airbnbs. So do. sometimes it's like to have an Airbnb be registered and be able to be have guests in it costs the same amount as it would cost to like right. have a hotel business exactly so it kind of ends up not being worthwhile whereas yeah. if you go to other cities where, or other countries that maybe don't have those kind of rules and regulations in place they can charge a lot less for them because 
is just a house they own where people stay in, sort of. Right, thing. exactly, and I and I mean, it's Germany, right? I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Yeah. Um, you know, a bit of regulation there on Airbnbs, probably. Mm. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look into it to be honest. Um, just fell back on. But a like hotel. you say, when you find like a really great hotel with good service, good location, all yeah. the rest of it for oh, the great. same sort of prices, there's sort of a no-brainer, really. Mm. Absolutely easy, easy. Um, and actually, in general. Like, it was surprisingly, surprisingly cheap, right? Like, food was pretty cheap, mm. which was kind of my main thing. Like, every every time we went out somewhere and, we, you know, I came out at the end and I was like, that was really reasonable for, yeah. like, what we, you know, what we ate or where we were or whatever it was. And we had some really, really great foods. Lots of good places. I can put some links um, in the in the show notes. Um, had a great burger in a place called Bird, which was really cool. Had a really, really great, um, like, it was like a vegan sort of turkish israeli kind of place that just served so much hummus okay that more hummus than i've ever eaten in my entire (laughs) life in one go and we had like we were quite hungry and it was and it was before our flight it was on our last day yeah and so we were like we probably like we're not going to eat anything tonight like because it was like a evening flight yeah we're not going to eat on the plane because it's going to be horrible so we'll just bulk up right we'll just we'll just have a decent lunch right so we're like yeah we'll get like a sharing starter and then a main each and like they didn't seem to particularly bat an eyelid and like the price matched like ordering that much food right i wasn't yeah. i was like this doesn't seem like a weird order and then it comes out and i'm like oh boy okay this is this is quite We've a lot a of hummus bit, bit of a task in front of you here <laughs> and then like one of the other members of staff came out and he was like uh oh you yeah you're doing pretty well eh? he was like if you uh if you finish all of that you get a free dessert <laughs> Like, I was like, yeah. right, we've overordered. I get it. <laughs> like, if you're you're watching us in incredulity, <laughs> going, yeah, you didn't need that much food. Yeah, and needless to say, we didn't get the free dessert. We wouldn't have wanted the free dessert, even. No, if well, we that's had the thing. That's that. why they were so confident in telling you, you could have it because yeah. they knew you wouldn't have exactly. it. Exactly. Good. Did get it. Did give us some free uh, green tea, so to settle our well. stomachs after all the hummus. But that was one of the things that I kept coming across when I was doing my research that you stole. But that's fine. That's fine. Just, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not bitter. Yeah. Octal FM tour guides. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I demand my royalties. That uh, Berlin is, is a really reasonably priced city. Like, it isn't yep. a cheap city, like, by any means. You can't, you don't get, like, a, a lot of bang for your buck. But everything's very reasonably priced, considering it's a capital city of such yeah. a rich, prosperous country. I think for country. a capital city, it's a cheap city, right? Like, yeah. you know, it, yeah, sure, there are cheaper cities out there, but not when it's the capital of a country like Germany. Like, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, you'd expect it to be really expensive. Like, common consensus was that quite a lot of the other big cities in, in Germany are actually more expensive. Places like Hamburg and Munich are actually more expensive than Berlin. Yeah. Uh, which you would think would be the opposite way around, just like it is here in the UK, where, like, prices in London are not yeah. reflective of the rest of the UK. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so it's interesting, actually. Like, I found that everyone was very friendly as well. Mm. And, you know, all the stuff, all people that we dealt with and stuff like that. I always sort of enjoyed and had a little giggle because about, like, uh, every time I looked somewhere up, for like reviews on google maps i don't know if you spotted this but everywhere there's there'll be like a couple of good reviews and then there'll be a review and it's like yeah everything was great the staff were really rude though like everywhere literally every single place i looked it was like the staff are rude the staff are rude the staff are rude i just think that's like people being a little bit ignorant about like cultures because i'm like that's that's kind of like they're not being rude that's just like it's just not what you're used to yeah it's the same in france right it's like it's just a different way. It's just a slightly different culture. And I definitely did not find that anyone was rude. And, you know, some of the coffee places that we went to as well and, like, people w- gave me so much time talking to yeah. me about the coffee that we had and, like, what, what I was having, gave, you know, gave me information about it and all of that kind of thing. 
Yeah, I found that whilst we were kind of there and I was looking at reviews and everything too. Like, there'd just be the odd one person that just sort of either didn't yeah. get it or just kind of took offence to something that probably wasn't actually yeah. all that big a deal. It always happens, right? You go to, like, any entry in, like, Google Maps or TripAdvisor mm. or something like that, and there's always someone whinging about something that's yeah. relatively minor. <laughs> but it, and it's really hard to disengage yourself from those two as well. Like, the restaurant might have, like, 300 reviews and 299 of them will be really positive and one will be negative, yeah. and then you're like, uh, maybe we shouldn't go there. It's kind of a bit of a flaw, isn't it, in the way that the that kind of... I feel like Google... I don't know. There's something about the way that their reviews work that just isn't that great. It's, it can be difficult to just actually judge what is good and what is bad. Yeah. Like you've got like 0.3 of a star's worth of difference in between everywhere. Like it's like, do we go to the place that's 4.2 or 4.5? Yeah. And, like, well, and then you read the reviews and I think just like, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. So the good stuff, you know, you don't get very good detail on. But when yeah. it's not very good, you get like really detailed explanations to what was wrong. So you end up like believing that more, even though it's probably not a problem yeah i actually found the culture trip and some of their lists and recommendations of places i don't know about other cities but in berlin hmm. were really really good i was very um, impressed they gave us we a lot of good um choices of places to go um which was nice all right that's good i'll have to look into that next time rather than solely relying on like the usual hmm. suspects yeah, it was good uh, but the people as a whole like you say that they, they were they're so nice. They're so friendly. Uh, yeah. People have a lot of time for you. Absolutely. You know, so I, I certainly didn't have a single bad experience um, nope. in like a restaurant or anything. A couple of like awkward experiences, um, but nothing like bad. No. Nope. Yeah. Everything was fine for us as well. We also, because we were there an extra day, like a day longer than you, and we used that as a chance to take a, a bit of a day trip and we mm. went off to Potsdam. And actually what's cool is you, like, you'd recommended the welcome card, right? And welcome mm-hmm. card... If you don't remember from the last episode, it gives you basically free, you know, you pay for it at the, at the start of your trip and you get free uh, public transport, right? It covers everything. It covers buses and trams and all the trains, including to and from the airport. Um, so that was really good value for money. And uh, if you, it does also include or can also include a trip to Potsdam. You can mm. actually get all the way to Potsdam without paying paying anything extra, despite the fact that it's like at least half an hour on the train um, out, you know, well outside of Berlin. Um, and that was really nice. It was very quiet. I mean, it probably helped that it was middle of the week. Yeah. But, you know, lots of sort of architecture, very pretty, complete kind of like counterpoint to Berlin. Yes. In the sense that it was a much more sort of like sleepy, architecturally pretty kind of uh, town or city or whatever. So very, very different. Not a huge amount. There wasn't like a huge amount for us to do and see and eat there, especially when you know that you're so close to Berlin. You know, we were thinking of going and having dinner there and we were like, actually, you know what? Should we just head back to Berlin and have yeah. dinner back in Berlin? And then you've got more choice of everything anyway. so much choice in comparison. And we were like, and it's quite spread out as well. And the public transport there wasn't as good. Right. Um, they, like, they didn't have that many trams or buses. It's almost so like it a half a day trip to basically wander around. Yeah, it was. That's that's what it turned into, right? We, we went there in the morning and then we hung around for a bit. We had some lunch, um, hung around a bit more and then came back and actually spent the evening in Berlin again. So, you know, I'm sure there's more you could do there, but we just didn't, you know. To be, we did a lot of walking, right, over the course of the holiday. Yeah. So we were we did not stay up late every night because, you know, we were so knackered each day because we had walked around so much. I mean, that, I think that's one thing that we probably should address is that neither me or you and our, our partners are like kind of goey outy night people really i would not say particularly no. um so we don't really have much experience in like kind of berlin sort of famous like clubbing scenes I yeah think, i sort of thought about it but honestly like we were so tired i was like we have got to survive until like 2 a.m yeah before anything even starts and 
we were done by nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like in the well, evening, exactly, we were, so we were exactly from... the same. And because you know, you get up at like nine because you want to go and have breakfast somewhere yeah. really nice. And bases stop serving breakfast like you know ten thirty, eleven ish. So you're up, and then you know you've got to survive like another seventeen, eighteen hours of like walking around yeah. and 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 t- being a tourist in a weird way is kind of tiring because yeah, you have to think all the time and look at things and, and it's new experiences. So even though like you're still having a good time and you're relaxing, it's still kind of draining. Yeah, definitely. So and we trying didn't, you to know, make that. We didn't really cram stuff in, but it still felt like, you know, we we did a lot and we were doing a lot of walking yeah. every day. Um, so, yeah, so but Potsdam was definitely a, a, a great uh, thing to go and look at. I also really liked um, Tempelhof, which you didn't get to go to. I no. think the uh, disused uh, airfield. It's not, I mean, it was an airport, but not like a... It wasn't like a It's not an airport, airport as we know for today. It no. was... I mean, the, fam- the most famous thing it was used for was the, the Berlin airlift, which I imagine right. you got to read about when you were there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was... I think we... Did we, we might explain on the last episode, but very briefly, it was used as a, as a place to land allied planes during the uh, Russian blockade of the city right. after World War II to bring resources into the city uh, for the citizens. And ever since, it's kind of been... A park slash like yeah. kind of just public space i would uh, yeah. i guess you it's, know? it's so huge like it's absolutely massive even just getting to it and getting round the buildings to get into the park yeah. was like a massive uh, we were like this was a lot further than we would ex- we were yeah. expecting to get to it um, but that was really nice and just really i don't know there's just it's just something really cool about having a space like that that's like it used to be an airport and you're like on a runway and it's like it's now a park and you're just kind of sat on a runway i guess it's kind of weird because like we equate airports is these like giant monoliths of like huge amounts of economic activity so having an airport become disused especially in a capital city especially one that's more central than the other two airports that oh yeah absolutely it's like right in the middle um you know it is so such a weird concept but uh but yeah like there it is and it's i I, i'm ashamed i didn't get to go and see it honestly um but i'm glad that it was as good as i hoped it would be for you yeah it was good and i think like i really really did enjoy it more than i would expect i really enjoyed the history and found myself Mm. really kind of involved i think part of it was really and this is this is like a sign of getting older but part of it was that i was like wow some of this stuff where you're watching school kids go around and like learn about things and you're like this is basically our this is not far off our generation like the no, burning wall coming yeah. down is like that's like the year i was born yeah and you know and even then like all the stuff since then just the recovery from that point is like our lifetimes yeah and definitely. so you're looking at stuff that's just not really that long ago and like we went to the topography of terror yes um which was really good i was very impressed i mean there's way too much to to like take in and read yeah in there was it's, it was very absolutely intense massive. But for, for for a free thing, you can just walk into and just browse what you want to read. You know, I found it very, very interesting, you know, mainly because, like, I'm not a big history person like you, but so to understand and get a grasp of kind of the breadth of the sort of Nazi terror in Europe mm. as a thing was sort of like something that I guess I hadn't really kind of kind of clocked in my mind yeah, you sort of knew it but you hadn't really ever considered it yeah when you sort of like looking at it you're like wow they really were like spreading out quite a lot yeah and sort of the stuff around like the rise of it right in yes. germany and and you know and it's and this really does make me sound like i'm a little bit old and sat in an armchair but like the parallels that you can draw to things that are happening today and things Absolutely. that are happening in america and stuff like that and i know it sounds very cliche but when you're confronted with it in a country that is 
kind of still recovering from it in a way yeah. like they're like obviously it's a long time ago but they're still in some ways as an as a country that's still an identity that yeah, they're dealing definitely. with right and so it's you almost feel embarrassed that it's like there's Happening a country that has like gone extent. through this and has come out the other side and is trying to like deal with that and then there are other countries that are like g- going into that almost mm. into that kind of world and like the parallels of like the early stage stuff around like the sort of the populism of nazism and you know the fact that it was something that the people wanted and were getting behind because yeah. it was about driving economic growth and all of that kind of thing and you're like jesus christ i can hear like brexit i can hear trump in some of this stuff and it's like that was that i found that very interesting and very kind of thought-provoking to like look at that kind of stuff really in detail on the ground where where that stuff was kind of going on rather than just learning about it in history right actually going there and like seeing you know and thinking about the concept of you literally had a wall like like i know it sounds funny but it's like it was it's like there's a wall and there was a gap and there was another wall and there were like buildings cut off on it that people were jumping out of the window of to escape and stuff like that and you're like and this was not that long ago. No, like, this, it's like you think these sorts of things were when your parents were alive, well, are right. alive, you know, when yeah. they were born and, and they live through. Uh, the, And that's one of the strengths of the city as a whole is that it's it's a real piece of living history still. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. It's not like going to somewhere like Rome, for example, where right. all of its history is, is now quite ancient history yeah it's still incredibly interesting and very historically important you know and you're really glad that you can visit those things but it feels so much more disconnected whereas something like berlin is such a it's so relatable because these are essentially people like now like you know there's you and me for the most part just sort of like 40 50 60 years removed yeah yeah it's really really interesting so i I found that much more interesting than i than i thought Mm. would i I found it very interesting i found it very interesting to see how they represented it as well which obviously is a very you know that's a challenging thing for the capital city of germany to present their history um, and sort of the stuff that went on there yeah definitely you know so that was really interesting as well we went to the jewish museum as well um which was which i don't think you went to that was really cool unfortunately a lot of it was closed which i was quite sad about because i was that was what i was most interested in seeing how it was represented like you're Mm. in germany and it's a jewish museum sort of interesting but what was really cool is that they have a really really interesting piece of architecture so i think it's called the liebskind building um and it's like this zigzaggy building the only bit of it that was open was was a couple of the lower floors right. but the building has these like voids in it like open like bottom floor to to roof voids in between all of the other bits that have like normal ceilings it's just very very interesting piece of architecture very kind of like no like parallel lines anywhere Mm. like everything was all like zigzag to each other and that was just a really interesting like you're like wow this is like a museum with this like absolutely crazy zigzaggy you know fancy building yeah it's an art piece as well as a learning experience it was 100 percent. and they had they have like a garden where you can like go and you can go pick a deck chair out from a pile of deck right. chairs and sit in the garden for like and read a book or something that's just very really interesting definitely worth a visit and they um yeah that was good so i'm really glad that you got chance to do more things than just what i recommended as well mm. like it and it shows the diversity that berlin has to offer so yeah. you know if you want to do the historical things you know they're there but equally so if you want to do like a more cafe orientated culture you know 
that, that you've just got no end of things you can go and yeah. do. But then there's also great places to shop as well. Like there was in, in typical sort of like modern capital city fashion, like if you want to go and buy something, you can find it sort of thing. Yeah. You know, so I think it, it caters towards kind of almost any style of city holiday you want. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I think the only, you know, I think the only thing to sort of bear in mind is that I, it's not sort of like... I'm trying to think of an example of a place like Florence or something like a, like an Italian city where it's like crazy architecture and mm. really sort of like cute kind of streets and stuff like that. It's not that kind of place. It actually reminded me a lot of the States mm. um, and like uh, somewhere like New York or, or L.A. in the sense that the roads are all very straight and they're all very wide and there's quite a lot of traffic and the, the sidewalk, the pavements are very wide. Well, you got to think there's a pretty good reason for that is because Berlin was practically destroyed as a result of yeah, the bombing raids right, exactly. so when they rebuilt it they rebuilt it in a modern sensibility yeah. like america did because it's a relatively new place whereas places exactly. like florence for example in italy are, are as old as the romans themselves so yeah. right so relatively speaking it's not an old it is an old city but not in the sense of its design its design is very new uh, and obviously it's got you know a wonderful tram network and i love as getting nerdy about public transport but i love a good tram it's I do great love a tram it's, network. i i cannot and I know I praised it in the previous episode, but I can't praise it enough how efficient it was, how easy so it was. I remember you messaging me like one while you were there and you days like we've just had our ticket checked for the first time after being here for like three days. Yeah, we went all the way to Potsdam and back and didn't get our tickets checked. Like that's that's what I'm saying. And that's such a brilliant system and it's it shows that it works because yeah. people still don't take advantage of that because the network's still running so you know but also you know if you're i'm not i'm not really brave enough to cycle in an unknown city no um it's not something i'd want to do and it's not something i'd want to put tony through but if you are a keen sort of city cyclist then there are so many bikes it's like it reminded me a lot of amsterdam how many Mm. bikes there are and it's it's very flat there are a lot of people cycling and there are a lot of cycle lanes really really good cycle network and also a lot of uh, electric bikes and scooters, they have absolutely suffered in the same way that LA has. There are about four different companies that have just dropped thousands of electric scooters yeah. for hire um, onto the city. The only thing is, is that they seem to obey the rules and line them up a bit more neatly than they did in LA, where they tended to be literally in a just pile anywhere, yeah. on the street corner. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, you know, we've talked about technology's influence on cities and i sort of looked around and i was like is this okay like are you a bit kind of weird there's a really really like they were just absolutely everywhere they were everywhere and like you say there was also like way too many companies like yeah there's like five different ones oh at least like you're walking around one area of the city and they'll be like dominated by one and then you even just go down Round the corner, and it'll be like another company. It's, it's probably a it's probably a conversation for another Octal FM episode. I think it's yeah. a it's a very interesting emerging topic right now around um, sort of electric bikes and scooters and sort of for hire services. This sort of I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. There's a lot to go into there about sort of the funding of them and you know regulation not keeping up and all of, and the fact that none of it actually ever makes a profit. You know, which maybe another episode. But Berlin is is suffering from that. And I say suffering in inverted commas. Yeah, I know what you mean. Same way that, you know, somewhere like LA is as well, which which was surprising. I wasn't expecting that. I would have thought that they would be the kind of place to ban um, electric scooters yeah. and bikes immediately. <laughs> but there or, we go. or at least to regulate them to the point where they can work. Right. Uh, you know, it's, exactly. if, if anywhere can do it, it would be Germany, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're still struggling with that and still trying to keep up, like you say, with the, the rise of technology. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to what else to say, really. Uh, just... 
you know, it's a really great place for thoroughly. This is now a double Octal FM recommendation. Hmm. I don't know if it's somewhere that I would be top of my list to go back to unless I had a reason to go particularly, especially as we went for five days. Yeah, for sure. Like I think three or four days is definitely enough time to see everything mm. that you would want to see and still experience the city like as the city itself yeah. and to do more i think you probably have to live there and really get a feel yeah. for it but to visit again for like another sort of three or four day sort of city break i think you'd struggle to find enough unique things to experience like i'm sure there are things that you didn't do that i did and vice versa but I think after a certain point, you've, you've now experienced Berlin. Yeah, so. it was definitely a good amount of time, right? The fact that we got a day in Potsdam as well, or yeah. half a day, you know, we really, we didn't struggle for things to do, but also we, we felt like we'd sort of, we'd explored. We've seen it and that you're now happy that you've done it. Yeah, we'd done the tourist thing for sure. But yeah, it was really good. I, I'm really proud and also glad of the fact that we've got access to so many wonderful cities within yeah, kind of Europe. Uh, and it's, it's so easy to get to them, like we're saying, that the flights are so cheap and they're so direct and, you know, it just allows you to experience so many different kind of ways of life and, and cultures. It's, it's such a on your doorstep. This is so brilliant. And I can't recommend city hopping enough. Absolutely. You know, it's it's so it's such an easy experience and relatively affordable as well depending on where you go yeah and i mean if you uh listening to this you have any recommendations of cities that you think we should go to uh then you know a little bit of octal fm on tour we can just continue this yeah um i'm always i'm always interested it's, it's one of my favorite things to do you know really go and like explore somewhere and get a little bit immersed and and you know and then come back and it's it's such an easy thing to do we're fortunate as you say that we live in a place where we can so easily visit so many places mm. um just they're so the- different to each other as well yeah. like don't get me wrong obviously you can visit anywhere in the world easily enough nowadays but in the u.s for example like obviously every city and every state in the u.s is unique and different but you still got that same american kind of vibe to everywhere whereas i think going from somewhere like berlin to you know uh nice or to florence like you say they're, they're so different like they're yeah. chalk and cheese so uh, yeah. and everything's at your doorstep for us in europe which is really really good absolutely but yeah so let us know preferably if it's within europe and then we can then it's achievable and you know let us know uh, if there's somewhere that you think we'd we'd enjoy visiting you can send us an email show at octal.fm or you can tell us on twitter uh, at octal fm on, on the old twitters oh and facebook of course facebook.com forward slash octal fm mm, and we can uh, and you're going to share some of your links to places that you ate and stayed and everything and visited yeah, absolutely i wonder if i can like make a list on google i starred so many places yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I took a leaf out of your book and did did some starring and now my my you can't see the word berlin when yeah, i zoom same. in on the city because there's <laughs> just too many stars uh and, and i'm guessing you took some great pictures on your instagram so i imagine we'll see some of those as well Oh, yeah, you can always go and have a look on my Instagram. Obviously, I'm Gelada on Instagram, and there's a few bits of Berlin on there. I'm surprised you didn't take more. Actually, I was expecting to see a whole host of them. <laughs> but I've really enjoyed these sort of like this double take on uh, to, on Berlin. I, I've enjoyed having you just kind of chat about your experiences yeah, and the city as a whole. So uh, definitely something we'll do in future when we uh, have explored more places. And I look forward to hearing what other people think we should go and visit. Or even if you've got some great experiences about Berlin, you know, like I want to hear about those too. Definitely. Maybe we missed something really key, you know, and we just like glossed over an area of the city that we just didn't really talk about. Absolutely. Like, I know one thing that we definitely didn't get a chance to do because we didn't go to the right time is things like the, the Christmas markets. Like, you hear nothing oh, about yeah. good about the Very Berlin true. Christmas markets, don't you? So Very true, indeed. Maybe that's a reason to go back. Go back yeah. at Christmas. Go back at Christmas. And in the meantime, I've been Gelada. And I've been Sefran. And catch us again for another episode of Octal FM very soon. Hopefully when it's a little cooler. 
and I'm now going to go and have an ice cold bath because I'm so warm. <laughs> yeah, wait. Uh, do, do, should we just end with me saying I'm going to have an ice cold bath? No. <laughs> I am. I'm so ready. I was born ready. I'm so ready. Oh no, wait, hang on. Okay. And today we are following up from last week's episode. That's not last week, though. It's from a previous episode because I don't do it weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, newsflash Dave will want to know this. There's a, an owned rabbit just wandering around here. I know. Here I, I, tried to catch I, I tried to catch it earlier and I oh, couldn't. It Hours. Maybe it's wild. Well, no, it's not wild. It's got a collar on. It's oh. a collar. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, so there's a random rabbit wandering the streets and I tried to catch it earlier and I couldn't. <laughs> I just, oh, God, I wish I'd be filming. <laughs> Like it was. I love, oh, that was so great! Oh, it wasn't really running after it like a Mr. Bean sketch or anything. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Right, I don't honestly remember where we were. I think.